Fauci approaches his end. He won't survive the fallout from his handling of the COVID pandemic. By Brian Cates. The Joseph Robinette Biden presidential administration is having a very bad, terrible, rotten, no good month of January. The Supreme Court struck down the Biden vaccine mandate via OSHA. Inflation is skyrocketing to historic levels. Biden's polling, even in the fake news media, has plummeted to 33% approval. And you just know the real numbers are at least 8 to 10 points lower. Stacey Abrams very publicly snubbed Biden at his speech in Atlanta, Georgia. Biden is now so toxic, Democrats running for office in 2022 don't want to be seen with him. Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin didn't cave as Democrats hoped they would and will not vote to gut the Senate's filibuster rule, which means the Democrats' election theft bill remains stalled and cannot pass. The last jobs report was less than half of what was expected. A whopping 26 House Democrats have thus far announced they will not run for re-election this November. Colorado's Ed Perlmutter was the latest to call it quits. But what's going on with the Biden White House is nothing compared to what's been happening recently with Dr. Anthony Fauci, the entrenched and longtime director of the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. The jig is up. The news is out. Thanks to the sudden advent of the amazing Omicron variant, reluctant admissions are now being wrung out of the same corrupt panjandrums that have been running the COVID pandemic response for the past two years. Admissions about having vastly inflated both the cases and the number of deaths in order to drive a fear narrative. These admissions are going to lead to massive fallout from an awakening American public that is going to have an incredible amount of anger when the full realization of what was done to it is achieved. The peak anger will likely be reached sometime around the spring of 2022. Literally untold thousands of people are now dead in nursing homes and hospitals who could have been saved. If only different people without nefarious, self-interested agendas had been in positions of responsibility in our federal and state governments. Yup, they're all Democrats and they all killed thousands in the nursing homes. The reckoning is certainly coming for people like Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is no longer working in the shadows like he did for the previous 40 years, as he suppressed cheap drug treatments to champion his own expensive and often poisonous patented drugs and vaccines for his big pharma business partners. The advent of the COVID-19 pandemic put Fauci on the center stage, out in the open, under the spotlight, where everyone could see him and what he was doing. Remdesivir is just one of the millstones around Fauci's neck. As just one example of the fallout that Fauci will not survive, consider his pet COVID drug, Remdesivir, and how he proudly introduced it to the world. 
Fauci chose a live press conference held in the Oval Office with President Donald J. Trump as the perfect venue for the supposedly good news announcement that his pet drug, remdesivir, had just passed clinical trials with flying colors and he was now going to authorize its use as the only drug treatment for COVID-19 and its variants. It was a great coup for Fauci who'd already met and defeated the challenge of hydroxychloroquine as a possible competitor to remdesivir with a plethora of lies, and who would soon lead a similar campaign of disinformation against ivermectin. Fauci wanted the big pharma vaccines and his pet drug remdesivir to be the only official games in town, and he succeeded. In fact, Fauci pulled the good news about remdesivir out of his ass. All the clinical trials showed that the drug was amazingly toxic, and it had a fatality rate of 53% on the patients in the late stages of COVID that it was given to. That's another thing. Fauci insisted for two years there were no proven early treatments for COVID-19. He never wavered on this, despite intense pushback from frontline doctors who treated hundreds of thousands of patients and demonstrated the efficacy of drugs like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, as well as immune system boosting treatments involving vitamins C and D, zinc, quercetin, and NAC. Fauci was so determined to suppress early treatments for COVID that the machine he spent the past 40 years building in American medical communities has attacked, slandered, and threatened to pull the licenses of doctors who sought to prescribe hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin as early treatments for the virus. Doctors on the front lines of the COVID pandemic were threatened and harassed by a career bureaucrat because their cheap drug treatments threatened his big pharma payday. Fauci insisted doctors and hospitals provide no early treatments for COVID. Instead, an insane practice was instituted where patients who were COVID positive were instructed to go home and sit there and wait until the infection reached the late stages where they were struggling to breathe. Then, they would be admitted to hospitals and often ended up on ventilators and being pumped full of remdesivir. In the past, Fauci had given himself all kinds of cover and layers of bureaucracy for pushing poisonous drugs. He often did this while actively suppressing cheap, expired patent drugs that would have competed with the profitable new drugs he was personally shepherding to the marketplace. He did this with the incredibly toxic and costly AZT back in the late 1980s and early 1990s, and so it's no real surprise he's done it again during the current pandemic. Fauci was resolutely determined that no cheap, Readily available drugs like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin steal the spotlight from his personally anointed big pharma masterpiece drug, the hideously expensive remdesivir. How expensive 
is remdesivir. Gilead Sciences set the price between $2,340 and $3,120 per cycle. And only after thousands of people had this new expensive drug intravenously administered to them, did it become evident that far from helping patients recover from a COVID infection or illness, the drug was actually poisoning them many times fatally. The drug was so toxic, even the mainstream media and health organizations worldwide had to admit it was literally killing half the patients who were being treated with it. There's nowhere for Fauci to hide. There's no one else for him to blame. Understand, Fauci is not going to be able to survive the fallout from this. Out of all the evil things this wretched gnome has done over his long, sordid career that should have gotten him fired, if not sent to prison, Remdesivir will do the trick at last. Fauci has survived to this point by giving himself plausible deniability. He doesn't have it this time with the COVID-19 pandemic, especially when it comes to his having personally shepherded Remdesivir to market while ruthlessly suppressing all cheap competitors. The most damning thing is that the cheap competitors actually worked. His expensive and poisonous vaccines and remdesivir did not. The big pharma vaccines and train of boosters that followed them did nothing to stop the spread of the virus and its variants. That vaccinated people catch the virus and transmit it is now an accepted fact. And note, in this column, I haven't even gotten into the gain-of-function NIH funding at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. What Fauci did in managing the COVID virus in America alone is enough to finish him all by itself. Everybody wants him gone as soon as possible, and it's true. He should have been sacked long ago and should already be facing criminal charges for some of the things he's done. We don't live in a perfect world. We will have to put up with him for a few more weeks. Maybe even a few more months. But, as in the biblical story found in the book of Daniel, the handwriting is on the wall and the writing is clear in what it says. He has been weighed in the balance and has been found out. It's only a matter of time. And once Fauci is finally gone, the corrupt medical system he spent 40 years building can be dismantled and replaced by something better. History will not be kind to him, and the question of how he managed to get away with his crimes for so long is going to have to be addressed so the American people can ensure there is never a repeat of this kind of thing. There can never be another Dr. Anthony Fauci.